0: first yeah. is to diagnose your uh, situation. So, which is it? Some people might already have severely figured out but their problem is distraction. While some some so problem is they're not necessarily distracted, but, but their schedule is out of work. They, they are trying to do two things at the same time. So which is it? So, if distraction is a problem, okay, take steps to reduce or eliminate distraction. And the schedule is a problem. Take steps to to streamline the schedule. So, first diagnose the problem, then take the necessary action steps to solve the problem.
1: Yeah, awesome, awesome. Knowing is not enough, you must do execution. It's worshiped.
0: Execution is like the main thing. Yeah. There is a limit to how much information you can get, and all the getting that information won't help if you don't put it into practice. So we should admire problems like including a lot of the rings, admiring the ring, so at the point you have to stop getting information after acting on the information you've already gathered. That's where you get
1: results. <laughs> Good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever you're listening to us. This is The Creative Squiricus, the podcast for designers and developers. Here on the show, we share experiences, our learnings, and feelings. We keep it real, we explore topics and conversations to help you become a well-rounded professional. My name is Vitamika, and as always, I'm joined by the man, the meat, and the legend. uh, Good morning, boss. Hey, all right, and welcome to our class. Yeah, Uh, thank you, thank you, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. Man, the uh, feedback we got from last week's episode was plenty. Uh, Many people reached out to me on WhatsApp. They mentioned the the tip of the week last week. They were like, that that um, audio podcast was really really helpful for them. So uh, thank you, thank you everyone for um, the feedback, and then uh, yeah, we also got some pointers and some things to improve on. Yeah, and uh, we'll definitely work on that, the things pointed. So uh, my, my cool idea for this week, or cool tool for this week, is um, taking uh, screenshots on a Windows computer for me, uh, especially Windows 10, has been an issue somehow. I-, I know that there's a tool called the Sniping tool, yeah, there's a tool called the Sniping tool, right? But before I would type on my search bar I need to come up, it takes like forever, right? But recently I discovered that if you look at your Windows, Windows 10, the um, taskbar, that notification icon, if you actually click on it, there is another screen snip, it's a new tool that windows built into windows 10 so when you click on it automatically it just gives you, it turns your entire window into a canvas where you can just uh, crop out anything you want to snipe or copy and then you just have access to drag and drop over what you want to over what you want to select and then crop and it just does the work for you like it's really fast it's not slow like the other sniping tool that would take forever to load and you um, will just be wasting your time. Yeah, so a of a not the um, notification icon on windows 10 like where you see like the action like you see messages and stuff on your windows 10 it's usually last thing on the taskbar after your date and time, yeah. if you're using Windows 10 especially, um, if you click on it, you'll see um, some tools down, like after the notification on top, there are tools. You'll see tablet mode, night mode, mobile hotspots, airplane and settings, right? The last thing there is screen snipe or screen snip, I don't know pronounce it. Right. If you click on it, it will make your entire window a canvas where you could just draw over and crop out anything you want to take a screenshot of. And it's really fast, like faster than the Snipe 82 um usually comes with the old versions of Windows. Right? So I discovered it, and that's really, really been helpful. So yes. that's my. As a culinary to that, I say, if.
0: The Screenshot you want to take is of your web page. You can, use that, you can do that using the available tools, your inspector. You know, when you inspect uh, the elements, the HTML elements of the page, one of the tools available of the context menu is to take a screenshot of that particular div or something. So that can help sometimes if the div is very long and you know, screen if you're taking a normal screenshot, to just take a screenshot of the visible portion of a page okay yeah 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 that's that's cool yeah that's so, but if you do using the developer tools or the aspects and the inspect uh, element special of the developer tools you can take a screenshot of the whole page if you select the body uh, and that's right click part of one of the options of the context menu is to capture a screenshot
1: okay okay that's cool so if you're in the browser and want to take a screenshot you could use that, but any other place in the in the Windows, like you could use the um uh, snipe, uh the screen sniper. Yeah, yeah um, For the browsers, so that that's I I
0: know, I know that's available on Chrome and Safari. Uh, but basically, those are web kits uh, like Chromium-based browsers. So I don't know for other browsers, but those are the most popular browsers, anyways. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so that's a cool tip for the week. Okay, so when doing a Google search, most times what we're looking for, we're looking for information within a particular time range or we're looking for recent information. So, most people only just use the search bar on Google, but you could fetch or bring out more recent information by using the tools. In the Google search, there's oh, already the search bar that's it to the extreme right. There is a tools option, and in that tools option, it, it allows you to filter the search by dates. So, you choose okay, search uh, results for the last 24 hours, results for the last week, or a custom range. So, that's that's a a snippet or two for the, idea for this,
1: for this week. Well, I had never noticed that, that tool's option. That's what it actually does. I had no idea. Right, so you can use that to, to select results for, to set the, the range, the time range for results once. Awesome. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, boss. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing. Today's episode is going to be cool. I'd like to um, start with a quote by Steve Jobs. He said, focus and simplicity, once you get there, you can move mountains. That's focus and simplicity is something that's really, really important that we all consider. In today's episode, we'll be exploring and talking about distraction and focus, what it is, what they are, and how to manage it. Many of us find ourselves in situations where we sit down to work and then we get totally distracted by social media, our emails, or even games and uh, factors that prevent us from being very effective. Full disclosure, the problem of distraction is not one that started in this century or in this day and age. Yeah, It, it has always been a challenge for years and years years, years back, from philosophers like Aristotle even to 20th century efforts by Kafka, Heidegger, and Benjamin, they've all postulated concepts and theories, um, uh, ways to revolutionize the humanities, and ways to improve focus. We'll start from distraction and then we'll proceed to talk about focus. By by way of definition, distraction is the drawing away of the mind from one point or course to another. It's from the Latin word. Uh, and it means a pulling apart or separating. When we say something distracts us, we mean that something pulls our attention from what we intended to do. But for the most part, we all want to do better. What do you think is the cause of this dis- dis- dissonance? Uh, we What we know to be true, we actually in practice find ourselves doing the opposite. Yeah, so one, one of the major causes of distraction is stimuli, the presence of
0: stimuli. Uh, Abundance of stimuli is directly correlated to distraction. When stimuli basically uh, that triggers something that makes you react, stimuli as in the scientific term, the way we learned about it in I think the science. So what was an example of stimuli? Let's say your phone notification is an example of stimuli, it leads you to do something. Let's say if every time you hear a particular song, you, you have to home to it or dance to it, if you're doing something serious, uh, let's say you're reading, you're reading a book, uh, working on something, and that particular stimuli comes up, it should see that the probability of you starting to hum or starting to shuffle and dance is going to be, is going to increase. So if you, as uh, so you want to be, you want to, Dedicate all your time to that particular book you're reading, that particular item you're working on, and you don't you want to reduce or eliminate the probability of you humming to a song or shuffling and dancing. That's it will help if you can take away the possibility of that song ever playing while you're busy. So that example is understandable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so it's a a lot of things so to, to reduce distraction, you take away the triggers, you take away the possibilities of distraction. I think the Bible is, the way the Bible puts it is to flee every appearance of evil. So most times our willpower or our ability to stay focused and to to ignore distractions is dependent on the the composition of our environment at that particular time. Distractions are easier to ignore when there are not many of them or when there are as few of them as possible. Because the more, the more distractions you have, the faster your willpower is depleted, and the easier it is for you to to be carried away by one or more of them. So taking away distractions. For example, putting your phone aside or turning it off. Um, and whatever else you need to do to set your environment up in a way that, that will enable you to focus on the particular task. Like I say, um, What's it called now? What was I saying? Alternative is the enemy of commitment. If you have nothing to distract, you won't be distracted or you will automatically focus if you have nothing to be distracted by. Let's say for those for those that go to the mountain to pray. If you go there with just yourself, your praying implements, you find it hard to be distracted because what is there on the mountain top? There's no PS five, there's no mobile phone. So in the in the thoughts of even wanting to check your notification or check up what is going on on social media does not arise because the opportunities to do so have been taken away. So that's that. The same thing. So for people who want to lose weight and they they now uh, empty their fridge of all candies and all sweets and stuff. That's the same. That's them taking away distraction in that particular context. So that's the, the first. The first step to to in, increasing your focus is to take away things that have the possibility to distract you. Either you take them away, or you, there are two ways. Either you take them away from the environment where you're in, or you change the environment for things that can be taken away. For example, let's say you're, you're, you have a gaming console and a very big TV. You might not be able to physically take it away because they might be heavy and Whatsoever, but you can take yourself away, so it's serves the same purpose.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Prime your environment and make sure it supports and, and makes uh, focus easy. Awesome. Now, boss, uh, playing devil's advocate a little. This, what, what you just mentioned now, is external triggers, right? There are times when it is no longer um, external triggers, okay? Uh, a backstory, um, for. Let me just um, see this. Most of the times, we have uh, boredom. Boredom could be like an internal trigger to actually get distracted. And um, uh, I think understanding the fact that um, as humans, we are not necessarily um, happiness for humans, it's not something that um, happiness is fleeting. And if you only do things that you are excited about in that moment when you're excited about, you will not um, actually make meaningful or you will not be very effective. So I think embracing um, dissatisfaction disatisfa- and discomfort in some areas can be helpful to um, battle these internal triggers. That leads to the second way to. Improve focus, which is scheduling,
0: and, uh, I'll talk about two aspects of scheduling. The first one is breaking your work into manageable chunks. Yes. You've heard about the concept of the Pomodoro timer, right? For the Pomodoro Club.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so that's the, the, the idea the
0: behind that. So you know that. some people, you might a particular piece of work for a two hours or three hours sessions might not be engaging enough for you to spend as much time. And you know, just like you have the laws of the diminishing returns, attention to is a resource that can diminish. And the, the more you spend on a piece of work, the less you might the less attention you might have to spend. So with that for technique or any other technique that enables you to break your work down to manageable jobs, it enables that. The, the time it's blocked out for focusing on that task is not out enough a, a chunk of time when you're going to be at your optimum in terms of attention, engagement, and what have you. So, let's say the the classic Pomodoro, the period you spend 25 minutes, and four blocks of 25 five minutes, with five minutes break, four blocks, then you can spend the busy, 30 minute period. So, that's basically one way to handle distractions, because it, it enables that in when your when you're task you're, you're, you're fresh enough to, your attention is, is replenished enough to focus on that task for that particular block of time. And the second one is, uh, this is, when this is the scheduling is about a particular task, then the second one is scheduling in terms of what you have to do. The universe of what you have to do. Most times it's hard to focus when you have too many things to do. So serializing your task cannot be your task. I'm not trying to multitask. There's another way to, to focus. So taking me one after the other. And that's the the idea behind uh, Kaizen, Ka- the Kaizen technique as it taking things serially. as it's um what is the name of that board? The idea that that's the idea, thought is a trailer boards are based on I've forgotten what it's called now, but the general technique is Kaizen, Then the board idea is, uh, i forgotten, but you use used so that's the idea, trade is based on where tasks move severely from one, one point to the other, you don't go to the next task until you're done with this one. So if you have a lot of things to do, let's say you have to, you have to do some research on the system, you have to solve... Uh, you have to write write out your solve your homework. You have to be in all at the same time. You're, it's going to destroy your focus when you're jumping from one to the other. Or let's say you're, you're solving your homework, but you also have to mentally keep track of the beans size on the fire. But if you do them one after the other, okay. This from our x to our y is for solving the homework. Our y to our z is for green beans. And our Z 2 our A1 is for doing this particular research. You have to do. It's see that your focus is going to be better. It's going to be improved relative to when you have to do all of them at the same time. So yeah, yeah. That is, that is those are the two aspects of scheduling. One is scheduling within the context of uh, working on the same tasks. Then scheduling within the context of managing the uh, the of tasks that you have to
1: do or that you want to do awesome 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 thank you thank you thank you so much yeah uh, scheduling is like a lifesaver because uh, some of the times we go about a day without actually scheduling and then uh, if we're asked like what are you being distracted from we have no idea what we are being distracted from or what we are, our attention is being pulled away from when we don't have anything scheduled it's then hard to even say you're being distracted if you're not being distracted from something so it's <laughs> it's a good thing to actually schedule so you would be able to like when you're doing review of like the day or the week you then know, you can score yourself on, okay, this was what I scheduled to do, okay, I was distracted then, I was distracted then, um, this was what I was distracted from. So if it's not clear, um, then you would not even know what is actually important, right? Yeah, the um, corollary to, to schedule it is delegation. So for
0: example, delegation, if you can delegate, it's going to reduce the temptation to multitask. tasks. Let's see, a lot of things have to be done within a short time frame and you don't, you don't have the uh, time to dedicate to all of this, but that's the these other tasks. The so, where, where possible
1: dedication is a way out of multitasking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, number of things you can do at a time is really, really limited to so as much as possible. If you can. If it's something that someone else can do and you have the resources for that person's time, sure. Delegate, delegate, delegate. And we, we've even um, crossed over and we, we've been talking about um, uh, focus. Uh, yeah. I think focus is from um, a so Latin word. So, uh, let me see, let me see. Mm, this is called by Paulo Coelho. He's an author. He said, um, whenever you want to achieve something, Keep your eyes open, concentrate, and make sure you know exactly what it is you want. No one can hit their target with their eyes closed. Basically, this boils back to um, the scheduling thing. If you don't have what you intend to hit, how would you know when you fail to hit it or when you actually do hit it? So it's important to have um, uh, what you are looking towards getting, but you can uh, talk about having making it purpose, right? Uh, But I also want to call it uh, having milestones or even targets you're looking to achieve. When we really have clarity of purpose, it enables us to succeed in our endeavor. If, um, when we don't purposely and deliberately choose where to focus our energies and time, other people, our bosses, our colleagues or clients, or even families, they will choose for us and before long would have lost sight of everything that is meaningful and important for us. This does not necessarily invalidate group goals or company goals, but when we know what our main thing is, it is easier to break things down and then prioritize. tight. Clarity that's of the purpose, that's one factor. But if you don't get, if you don't take care
0: of distraction, I don't take care of scheduling. You can have what the clarity of purpose you like. You have no choice but to have to, for example, to have to put out fires. Let's say different projects are in this area. It doesn't matter the clarity of purpose you have, you have to solve the immediate problems. So if you're not taking care, if you're not setting set the environment and not taking care of the schedule, the clarity of purpose won't help you much because the, the problems that so will crop up need to be attended to and you have no choice but to run around fighting fires. Then another thing too is discipline. You might have clarity of purpose. But say, clarity of purpose is not so much a problem as discipline. But in many cases where we lose focus, we lose focus because we already have we're already clear on what we are supposed to be doing. And we know that we are not doing as much of what we are supposed to be doing, or we're not even doing it at all. We think that's that's a problem most people know. Uh, I'm supposed to do this. I'm not doing it, I'm supposed to do this. More, more than i'm doing or better than i'm doing but the discipline is a lack of discipline in terms of scheduling and um, scheduling as of course to schedule properly you need discipline to stop yourself from multitasking or from taking on too many things at once
1: yeah 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 awesome um scheduling is important uh and also um knowing what to say no to like I think they go hand in hand. It's it's not not a um, yeah that they, just they're factors, uh, they factors. So it's not one or the other. They are all integral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, Also. Awesome. Uh. But what are some resources you could recommend that would help um someone listening right now to do extraction and handle directing focus? Mm-hmm. Well, I think if one
0: somebody. Whoever wants to look at the Pomodoro technique, that's one resource that could help. This is not a situation where the problem is to read more books? It's basically something you is to practice more. So,
1: it maybe read. Uh, I won't say read because there are a lot of
0: things written about uh, multitasking and ensuring more uh, stop stopping multitasking. So just try put it into practice. Try to well use the Pomodoro technique for one, then two. Try to see measure how well you can cut off distraction, how well you can work on things without being distracted. So where do you do your work? Do you take your work to where PS? do you sit down near DPS five to do what you're supposed to do? And can you can you finish what you're supposed to do without without falling into the temptation to grab a pad and play one or two sets. Then two, if you're the, the type that has to the other always does many things at once. Maybe you try cutting off one after the other, try to do one thing at a time, instead of doing five. If, if you can go from five to one, you go from five to four or three. Then next, go from four or three to one or two, you can go to one. So if you multitask, try to cut off some things. Try to serialize them instead of taking them at once. Okay, How do, which do I do first? Which do I do second? Which do I do third, fourth, and fifth? If your problem is distraction, <coughs> excuse me. If your problem is distraction, try to take away either the yeah. things that the objects of distraction or take yourself away from the environment. If your problem is multitasking, try to serialize your task. You're not going to go from zero to hundred in one day. So take it in chunks
1: and bits. So those are actionable steps I would recommend. Awesome. 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 Well and um, I think w- one other thing I would want to add is um, also in your scheduling. Schedule time to do fun things like schedule down time like schedule into your schedule, things, activities you do for fun, right, let it not just be something that would creep up on you or because you get bored or overwhelmed with work, and uh, in your schedule there is like no place or no position to do things that actually would like um, reinvigorate or re-energize you, so schedule things that are actually be fun things, so yeah, that would be helpful, uh, and for resources. I know, but you mentioned not um, mentioning two books, uh, two books. But I think they would also help. <laughs> this is um, book by um, Neil Eyal, It's called Indestructible: How to Control Your Attention and Choose Your Life. It's amazing. Yeah, that, that's that's a good book. Although I think the focus is on social media, but going to apply to yeah to life as Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could. Readers by Greg Mac. Uh, What's so that other name Jerry? I remember, but it's by Greg uh, something.
0: Yeah. Atomic Habits two by Jim James Clear. G- James Clear Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could help with scheduling. Awesome, awesome, so, uh, but Most times, are, why why I why I choose not to recommend books and just go straight to the action points is what, most times we. It's a form of procrastination. uh, Yes. (laughs) It can be used as a form of procrastination. Okay, let me research more, learn more about this thing. Don't learn more. You already do
1: enough. Yeah. 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 I think I heard this from someone. He said that what he does is he has an educational do list or to-do list, and he has an execution to-do list, and he makes sure that he splits the time, like, like, Twenty percent of his time is spent on gathering information, or ten percent is, cent- is uh, centered on gathering information, and eighty percent is then focused on execution. I I think that could help for um creating the balance between getting informed and also executing on those uh things you actually learn. Yeah. So most
0: times people use as a coach to not do anything. I'm still in it. I'm still researching
1: yeah yeah awesome awesome today's episode has been really really informative and um, there are plenty plenty actionable steps to start doing immediately right so I, I don't just rush on to do another thing before you leave this podcast ask yourself what you have uh what stood out or resonated with you from today's episode and what are you going to do what are you going to change How can you implement the action steps from today, like let it be a conversation you have with yourself and then write stuff down, write what you're going to do, write it down. Uh, But Shiki emphasized on scheduling, I think it's really helpful, it's incredibly, it's invaluable, like schedule, schedule, schedule what you're going to do, what you're going to change to improve your directed attention and reduce and manage distractions. Yeah, first yeah. is
0: to the diagnose the diagnose your uh, situation. So which is it? Some people might already have figured out but their problem is distraction. While some some problem is they're not necessarily distracted but but their schedule is out of work, they, they are trying to do two meetings things at the same time. So which is it? So if distraction is a problem, okay. Take steps to reduce or eliminate distraction and the schedule is a problem, take steps two, to streamline the schedule. So first, diagnose your problem, then take the necessary action steps to
1: solve the problem. Yeah, awesome, awesome. In closing, knowing is not enough, you must do execution. Is worshiped execution is like the main thing. Yeah,
0: there is a limit to how much information you can get at all getting that information won't help if you don't put it into practice. So, we should just admire problems like Google a lot of the rings, like admiring the ring. So, at a point, you have to stop getting information as start acting on the, the information already gathered. That. That's where you get results.
1: Yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. That's where you get results, man. Right? Yeah, please remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Visit thecreativeschronicles.com forward slash subscribe please leave us a review on itunes thank you so much everyone that sent me screenshots uh last week uh we got plenty screenshots of people that have subscribed and subscribed don't just stop there take it a step further now leave us a review on itunes this helps uh, leave
0: us a review i forgot lori raw i would need to (laughs) to do (laughs) lori (laughs) raw oh
1: my god (laughs) Uh, okay please don't forget uh i understand um just to it, it just take uh, less than five minutes of your time please leave us a review and then um, also tell us what you're going to start doing from today's episode whatever it is that's for you that you're going to start implementing would love to hear it let us talk on twitter or um whatever group chat you are in when you see this link to this podcast and you listen to it let us talk. What are you going to start doing from today's episode? Uh, I am on Twitter at Maker and Buzz UK use at UKChucks. There will be links um, to books mentioned and uh, in the show notes. If you found this episode valuable, share with your friends and loved ones. Remember to always be creating. Go out today and create awesomeness. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. Have an amazing day. Thank <music> you.